0: been heard by other people's promises to you that weren't kept what promises have you made that you haven't kept yet if you don't know ask your family and friends and be humble when they tell you today on dash dr dixon shares practical wisdom on some of the ways you can guard yourself from making promises you can't keep let's listen now well bless the lord You know, I want to talk
1: with you on a topic that we really got a lot of response from last year, and that was on integrity. So I want to delve into that today and just share a bit on that and how a life of integrity leads to God's blessings. I had Different ones come up to me and say, you know, I never knew integrity was so detailed. There was so much involved in integrity. Well, let's talk about how it will lead to God's blessings, how it will bring the blessings of the Lord in your life. I know we are all familiar with the Beatitudes. However, Matthew 5 and 8, the New International Version says, blessed are the pure in heart for they will see God. Jesus said this in his Sermon on the Mount that you are blessed when your heart is pure. That, that that's what it's saying right there. You're, you're blessed. And what does it mean to have a pure heart? What what is that to be pure in heart? And as I use this word integrity today, God blesses you when you live your life with integrity. Let's see how having a pure heart is synonymous with integrity. And it brings the blessing. Blessed are the pure in heart for they will see God. God blesses you when you live your life in integrity. He really does. And having integrity doesn't mean you're sinless or that you don't make mistakes. If that were the standard, none of us could be considered pure in heart. But Romans 3 and 23 says, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. The Bible says that Noah, Abraham, Moses, David, and Paul all had integrity, yet none of them were perfect. God called David a man after his own heart, yet David committed adultery and arranged the murder of the woman's husband and faced the consequences of his sin too. Yeah, I tell you, it's so wonderful when you can begin to read the Bible and you see that God is not calling us to be perfect. He's calling us to be obedient. Obedient. that has just rang down in my spirit r-a-n-g rang down in my spirit over the last three years as never before and i began to decree it over the last two years to the people because the first year i delved into it i said oh So this was a little different here. Okay, let me see. And when you delve into it and you see what the word of God says and that Jesus preached it, what exactly is being stated to us is that the life of integrity leads to God's blessing. Mm -hmm. Didn't call us to be perfect. We all have sinned, come short of the glory of God. But he called us to have that pure heart. And to be a person that has integrity. And now we can learn from these biblical heroes that you don't need to be perfect to be a person of integrity. You just need to have a heart that is wholly, W-H-O-L-L-Y, committed to God. God is more interested in seeing your heart committed to him than he is in the sins you've committed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks at why you do what you do regardless of what you do. In 1 Samuel 16 and 7, God says, People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Mm. No, you'll never be perfect in this life. You'll never be sinless, but you can sin less. Oh, did you get that? You can commit to living with integrity and to maintaining a heart that is pure and devoted to God. Will you make that commitment today here at the beginning of this year? I know that this has opened up your understanding the more on how God wants to bless you. And he wants to bless you because of your pure heart (sighs) that will lead to integrity. Oh, yes. And you'll find yourself valuing what the word of God says about you and not what people say about you. If someone could look into your heart, what do you think they would see? How would that align with what God would want them to find? What's in your heart today? And I don't care. You may be struggling over some things to maintain a pure heart. All you got to do is ask God to help you. Ask him to help you to understand why certain areas are difficult for you. And ask him to help you to change. He'll do it. You can count on God. And when you can count on God, you just ask him to help you to change because he will bless you. It'll lead to God's blessings in your life. I'm telling you, great things will begin to happen. We see that great things happened with David. Oh yes, God did great and mighty things so much so to David spoke and he said, who am I that you would count me and my family so worthy to receive because he had a pure heart. God saw his heart. And I like to put it like this. See, the condition of your heart, there are some things that you might do, but you did not intend to do it. You ever did some things and you expected something to turn out another way and it turned out the wrong way? <laughs> but you know what's so good? God saw the heart. You ever go to do something and you really didn't mean to do what you did, but when you would to do good, evil was everywhere? <laughs> I tell you, God sees the heart. He knows. And I tell you, that's why Paul wrote, you know, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. And he wasn't just talking about a physical death there. He was talking about when I die out to my wrongness, when I die out to making bad choices, when I die out to not having a pure heart. My intentions, mm-hmm. intentions are good, but you know what? They never get us to where we want to go. That's why we have to read the word of God. That's why we have to know what the word says. And that's why we have to begin to move in the pure heart that God would have us to have. I'm telling you, when you start doing that, W-H-O-L-L-Y, you get wholly committed. You get wholly committed. You start giving your time, your talents, and your treasures. You become wholly committed. And there are so many people that go to church all the time, but they're not W-H-O-L-L-Y, wholly committed, and that will keep them from having that pure heart. Oh, yes, because God, he will help you. He causes us to change, Mm -hmm. and you'll begin to value what the word of God says, and it'll just make a big difference in your life. What kind of difference would it make? Well, you can count on people that are people of integrity, you know, because That life of integrity, it leads to God's blessings. It leads to you having that pure heart. It leads to God beginning to cause you to accomplish and progress in life. Yeah. You'll start seeing yourself moving forward because those struggles, those hindrances, those stumbling blocks, they're not there anymore. No, no. You're just honest about it. Yeah. But I'm moving on. I'm dusting myself off and I'm moving on. Someone want to bring up the past? You know what? That was yesterday. I am so far past that. I have moved on. And you find yourself progressing because first of all, you're true to yourself and then you're true to God. You're giving him your whole heart. And I tell you, when you start getting committed to the Lord, there is a joy that springs up on the inside that you can't even explain it. A peace that passes your understanding. (sighs) huh? It's just awesome what will begin to take place in your life as you begin to live a life of integrity. It starts blessing you on the inside first and then that that's going on on the inside just starts happening on the outside and you begin to see change in your life and people will be able to count on you. I don't know. I know there's got to be a season in everybody's life as far as I can testify to of my own personal that there was a season that, hey, People really couldn't count on you. But when you start living a life of integrity, you can be counted on. Because to be a person of integrity, you will keep your word. mm mm-hmm. The Bible says in Proverbs 25 and 14, people who promise things they never give are like clouds and wind that bring no rain. The Bible says people who don't follow through on their commitments are like clouds that never produce the benefit of rain. Ooh integrity following through doing what you're supposed to do huh so you expected it but it didn't happen thought about the fig tree that jesus passed had leaves but no figs <laughs> uh didn't follow through didn't do what it produced what should be produced never produced the benefit of rain which a cloud is supposed to do and when you say you do something when you have integrity, when you say you'll do something, you do it. You may have every intention of keeping your promises when you make them, but if you don't follow through, it leads to negative consequences, some that you may not even be aware of. For instance, when you break a promise to your spouse or your children, bitterness may seep into the relationship like a poison. Your friends and family can't trust you if you continually break your promises to them. You may say circumstances have changed and maybe they have, but having integrity means you keep your promises even if they no longer benefit you. Oh, I know. Just say, ouch. Even if they hurt you, even if they cost more than you anticipated. The Bible says in Romans that we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, Uh uh-huh, but... The Bible says also in Proverbs 10 and 9 that when you keep your promises, you'll walk securely. In other words, reliability leads to stability. If you can be relied upon, it brings stability into your life. Oh, I I know, I know. There are many times that I go to do something and I go to help or I go to render my services and it's more than I intended, but I take no thought. I'm going to follow through on what I have said. And I I just take no thought about it. I do it. If it costs more than I anticipated, uh, no problem, I'm going to do it. When you begin to be a person of integrity, I want you to know, you know what? You're going to keep your word. You're going to remain loyal and keep your word to that that you have said. I can't say that enough. Ah, yes, I can't say it enough that you can't, you just can't, I intended, well, I intended. Stop that. Just take intentions out of your vocabulary until you begin to say, I did it. It happened. I remain steadfast on that. And when your friends and your family can trust you and they know that you won't break your promises to them, some people know that as soon as they hear you talking, you they, they just look and let you finish. But then they say, they're not going to do it they're not going to do it. That's the record that you have. And and you can't say circumstances have changed. You've got to keep moving in that that you said you were going to do. That is integrity. If you've got an assignment on your job and you've got to follow through, you've got to do follow-up. Do it. Get it done. You can't say that this happened or that happened or you got hurt or, oh, uh, I didn't see any sense in going on with it because it wasn't going to do what I thought it would do. No, no, no. See it through. Carry it out. And when you do it, you'll begin to be a person that can be relied upon. You'll begin to be one that is stable. You'll be begin to be one that um, when people take you at your word, you are producing. When people take you at your word... Your dependability produces tremendous confidence in their lives and in yours. It may be tough to keep all your promises, but when you do, God will honor your commitment. Psalms 15 and 4 says that God blesses people who keep their promises even when it hurts. Mm. Even when it hurts. Have you been hurt by other people because of their promises to you and they weren't kept? Oh, what promises have you made that haven't been kept yet? If you don't know, ask your family and your friends and be humble when they tell you. Think about some of the ways that you can guard yourself from making promises you can't keep. Stop, think before you answer and make a commitment. And when you do that, you'll begin to see things begin to happen in your life that have value. You'll begin to see things that happen in your life that bring stability to your life. A lot of things, you'll be surprised, a lot of shaky ground. Or stability will come in your life when you begin to be a person that can be counted on because you will keep your word. You are a person of integrity. I just wanted to do some wisdom talk on that. For integrity is a word that we really need to get as people. And then we can be persons that will keep our word. And we will also begin to be persons that are blessed of God. Because we'll find ourselves. Oh, oh, oh. Seeing God. Now, that's an awesome thing like right there. See, because when you're blessed and you have a pure heart and you're walking in integrity. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And the promises of God, they're coming forth and you're not going to allow the clouds and the rain to keep you from doing what God would say do. If it's a cloud, it's going to bring forth rain. So, hey, it's a cloudy day, but I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do. And I'm going to get it done. You, you can't let circumstances stop you. You got to keep moving on through. I'm reminded of Proverbs 23 and 18. It says that in the message Bible, I love the message Bible. In the message Bible, message translation, it says that, You know, you won't end up with an armload of nothing. In other words, as you begin to be a person of integrity, as you begin to be one that can be counted on, as you begin to be one that will produce and do what you have committed to do, a person of your word. And no matter what, and the circumstances that would try to keep you from doing that, you will yet produce and bring forth. Huh? When you do that, you persevere on through. You you know what? You've got it on your mind. You've been thinking about it. You've been talking about it. You've got it on your mind. You expect to fulfill it. You won't be left. You won't end up with an inload of nothing. You're going to end up producing that that you committed to do. <laughs> well, oh, integrity, I tell you, I pray for you today. And my prayer is that God allows you. To live as long as you want and that you never want as long as you live. I am Carol Dixon and this is Dash.
0: Thank you for listening to DASH Podcast with Carol Dixon. We pray that you have been blessed by this message on today. DASH is a nonprofit organization and with your donations and generous giving will help us continue to podcast to your location and around the world. For more information on how you can give to DASH Podcast, please email us at I am Carol Dixon at gmail.com. All donations are tax deductible. For we are serving the community positively, productively, and prayerfully. And remember, Dash is always on.